Welcome to the Author Blur Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Maynard. Today I spoke with Marcy Greenberg-Cox. Her and I discussed about her eight books that she has, from starting with a book discussing breast cancer with children, a children's book called Mommy Has a Boo-Boo, all the way to her newest book, which is a crossword puzzle for people sitting or dealing with breast cancer. Marcy was a fun conversation, very uplifting, and gives hope to people with breast cancer. So with that being said, you should check out these books, check out what she has to offer, listen to the conversation, it's an enjoyable one at that, and go to authorblurb.com where you can see her profile, other profiles for guests that's come or coming, and learn more about Marcy there. So I encourage you to do that. If you're watching this video, I encourage you to do it after the video is done, but learn more about her. Her website has all of her Twitter feeds, her social medias, videos on her YouTube, and even her blog is on there where you can read the things that she posts. Again, I hope you enjoy the conversation and I'll talk to you afterwards. Thank you. So I'm here with Marcy Greensburg Cox, who's written eight books. Marcy is, well, if I get this right, has written books on child's books concerning Mommy Has a Boo-Boo, Explaining Breast Cancer to Children, and the list just goes on. She's a survivor of breast cancer. She's just a very upbeat person, and I've searched her Twitter feed, searched her media, and just everything's very positive. So I'm looking forward to this conversation, Marcy. If you can tell me and the listeners a bit about yourself, instead of me going through your whole list and going through everything about you myself, how about you tell us about you and then we'll talk about your books. Sure. Thanks, Eric, for having me. I appreciate it. So yeah, as Eric mentioned, um, I am a three um, stage three breast cancer survivor. I was diagnosed in 2018 and my kids were one in five at the time. And I do real estate full time, but I just started writing. Writing was a way for me to heal. I never thought I would write a book, um, but my kids, I, I tried to find books and there's definitely a lot of books out there talking about breast cancer, about losing your hair, but I decided to do a double mastectomy without having reconstruction. So I wasn't going to have implants. I wasn't going to do something called the deep flap, which is where they take um, fat and tissue from your abdomen area and make breasts out of it. And so I wanted to explain to my girls, hey, even though mommy's going to look different, she's still the same person. She still loves you. She can still do things. Even when you hug her closer to your heart, you know, you can feel her heart beating. And so that's the message I wanted to get out to my kids and to other kids once I published it was that change is okay. And if you look different, that's okay. And that sounds fantastic. To me, that sounds like a very good reason to write a book. I mean, I've heard some multiple reasons and trying to explain something to kids that's hard to explain is definitely a positive one in my book. Yeah. So let's start going through your books. So your first one was Mommy Has a Boo-Boo, correct? Yep. So, so my first one was this one. So for anybody watching the video, she's holding up her book. So if you hear it, for anyone listening, if you go to her website, you'll see everything listed there as well. Or you can go to authorblurb.com, obviously where her profile is and learn more about her, but mommy has a boo-boo. So that was the first one you wrote, the first of eight books. Yep. And we'll try to get through them as much <laughs> as we can. <laughs> so tell me a bit about the book without showing or discussing every sure. little bit of it. 
How did you come up or how did you decide what to put into this book? Um, as I mentioned, since I went through breast cancer myself and did not have the um, reconstruction, I wanted to explain to kids like the boo-boo, you can't catch the boo-boo from anyone. It's not like a cold, um, you know, and then it just, it explains about how mommy's going to have to have surgery. Mommy's probably going to have some medicine, which might make her lose her hair. And just kind of going through the timeline of what I went through. Um, basically, it's my journey um, going through breast cancer. So I had radiation, I had chemotherapy, um, I had the surgery first. And just, um, you know, as I go through it, I mean, you know, just explaining to kids that, hey, mommy's going to look different. She's not going to be able to play with you right away, but she'll be there, you know, watching you guys and things like that. So that's what the message comes across. I understand. And again, like I said, to me, that's a beautiful reason to write a book. You also follow that up with a, a journal type of book, if I'm looking at this right, where it helps the parents discuss this with the kids as well. Yep. So it's called Mommy Has a Boo-Boo, Now What? Because kids are so intuitive. They have so many questions mm -hmm. that the children's book is not going to answer everything. They're still going to ask, well, Mommy, who's going to take me to basketball practice? Who's going to take me to dance? And so in this journal, um, there's places where the kid could write down, like, Grandma's going to take me or Jane's going to take me or, you know, whoever. Um, and then there's places where they can draw pictures. So if Mommy's going to lose her hair... What are some ideas that that you can help mommy with? And there's pictures of wigs, there's pictures of hats, and then an idea for the kids to draw something as well. So there's definitely like each page is, is a discussion question. Um, right. And then, of course, you're going to have those tough questions. Because I think the final one is, you know, mommy, are you going to die? Because that's the biggest question kids are so scared of. And right. you, you've, got to, you've got to have that. You've got to have that discussion, even though it's so hard. Mm -hmm. But you, you've got to have, you just got to talk to your kids about all of it and be upfront with them. Oh, I agree with that. So now, right now are your, your two children's books that you have, correct? Correct. Then, then you go into, and for anyone watching, I'm looking down reading the list of books, but <laughs> then it goes into the breast cancer GPS, navigating basically through what you've dealt with. Can you go into that a bit about us? Yeah, sure, absolutely. So the breast cancer GPS, it's a guided journal to navigate your way through breast cancer. And so this is basically for the newly diagnosed women. And when I first was diagnosed, I had a friend and it's dedicated to her. Um, she said, you need to go in with all of your medical history, what, what medications you're on, who in your family's had cancer, you know, basically what surgeries you've had, et cetera. And so I combined that into this journal along with questions to ask all of your doctors. So from your breast surgeon to your radiologist, to your, to your oncologist, to your plastic surgeon. And then there's space, of course, because I'm not going to hit every answer or every question, excuse me. So there's a place that you can write down your own questions. But along that, there's also um, tips and tricks through surgery, through chemotherapy, through radiation. And a place to put um, like a calendar. Like I think I went through chemo for 10 weeks. So I've got a 10-week timeline to All kind right. of keep track of things. And then um, just a place where you can just journal. So, I mean, this is a great, you can carry it in your purse, in a bag. Um, and it's just a great little thing to help you out to get through it. All right. And what was the next book you wrote? So the next one from that, I do have a line journal called Courage, Hope, and Strength. And it's just a line journal and every four pages, there's an inspirational message. So pretty easy. Right. Um, that one you can, if you're looking in the video, you can <laughs> kind of see above me here. 
Um, <clears throat> the next one I did is called a warrior's journey, and this is for any type of cancer. And so it's a guided journal to reflect on your well-being. And basically like, for example, there's a question, what scares you about your diagnosis? And then there's a date. And so you can write all of that down. And then the next page, there's another date. So maybe in six months or a year, you're going to come back. Maybe things have changed. Maybe things have gotten better and you can reflect on that. I've also added some words in there because a lot of people sometimes don't know how to, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically like get the words get the out that they're trying out to explain. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> so I've listed some words like, um, for, for that question, for example, are you sad? Are you angry? Are you scared? Are you afraid? So it just kind of gives you some words to help guide you into coming up with, you know, what you want to say. All right. So basically a way to reflect back on, Hey, this I'm angry now. I'm, I'm sad. I'm going through all these emotions now. Correct. And you write it down. So in, like you said, a couple months to a year, you look back and you're like, you know, it does get better. I see what I went through there. I'll get through this as well. And all right, that sounds good. Yeah. So then you also have, let's see here, cookbooks and, or I'm sorry, coloring books that you've done. Yep. So my eight-year-old collaborated with me. Okay. And um, so we're Jewish and we did a Hanukkah coloring book. All right. And um, so her, her name is, she's an author now for eight years old. So that's pretty good. <laughs> Very and good. Yes. So, yeah. So we did a coloring and activity book to explain um, what Hanukkah is. And then she actually has her own book called Magical Creatures. So it's got fairies and myrmicorns and unicorns. And she came up with, you know, different names and there's activities in there. So it's just, you know, a fun coloring book for kids. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. So, so you and your daughter both are published authors. Correct. That And your daughter's getting a head start at eight years old. So very impressive there. So that's always good. And then you also have, let's see here, Courage, Hope, Strength, yep. and a Breast Cancer Journal for Women. So is that a memoir kind of? No, that like I said, that's the one. That's just a line journal. Okay. For every Yeah, every four pages. But my newest one uh, coming out is I'm doing a breast cancer word search book. Yes. The, so, I remember seeing that. And you have that on your social media as well. Yep, and and it's even it on your website too. <laughs> so very impressive. Yep. So, so that's it's word for breast cancer. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's, it's actually, it's some stuff is serious, such as, you know, the types of breast cancer, what treatments you're going through, you know, also some surgery tips and things and resources. But then I have funny names of what we call our breasts. Okay. So we've got a couple pages of those. We have chemo jokes in here. We also have celebrities. Um, so, you know, it'll be a fun book that if someone's sitting during chemo or just wherever can. <laughs> right. Urgent and you know, have fun keep with them, it. Keep themselves entertained keep themselves and such. Exactly. So let's go into a bit of, if you don't mind discussing the fact of when you started this, where was your journey at that you were you just finishing up and you wanted to reflect back? Were you just getting started through the whole so, process? When, yeah. So Eric, I was diagnosed in 2018. Okay. And basically I came home and just started writing. Okay. And I, I always kind of journaled anyway, <clears throat> throughout, even when I was young, I always had a diary and stuff. So, and I keep journals for my kids as well. And I do photo albums. And mm -hmm. so I journey, I journaled my entire cancer journey by doing YouTube 
um, videos. Right. So I have a lot of those on there. Um, I started a website called Floor Publishing that has um, blogs on there. I did a photo album of my entire journey because I did like a bye-bye booby party and, you know, just kind of had fun with it. Right. And then you know, I wrote this book and I said, I'm going to publish it. Mm-hmm. And my, um, my best friend is a freelance writer. And so she helps edit it for me. I ended up finding a illustrator here in Phoenix. So a local gal and she kind of, her drawings just kind of drew me to her. And I said, you know, so I called her up and I said, I want you to be my illustrator. And so, um, so she did. So she illustrated that. And then I used the same ones for the um, mommy has a boo-boo now what journal. Okay. So then the kids can color them as well. All right. Now I know that going through breast cancer is a very personal experience as well. So I've had people that I've known that's dealt with it in my personal life. And it is a hard topic to discuss. And I imagine writing about it's even more difficult. What did you have to do to get yourself in the mindset to actually do the self-help books to help women and do those type of books to be able to put yourself out there with all the, to relive everything you had to go through just to get through and be able to be a survivor? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was pretty easy to write a lot of these because I did it right in the beginning of my journey. So it was all fresh in my mind of what I had gone through. And, you know, the children's book obviously was my first one. And I wanted to do that mainly for my kids. And then I said, you know what, there's other parents out there that have the same feelings or grandmothers or aunts or, you know, whoever. And so I did that. And then the, the journal one came right after it because my, my daughter, she was five at the time. She just kept asking questions. I had her go to a cancer class and I said, you know what, I'm going to do something because kids have questions. They need to know what, what's going on or who's going to take care of me, you know, whatever. Um, or how are they feeling in general about these things? Like mommy's going to have surgery. How are you feeling? So I wanted, so that was just like fresh in my mind. And I mean, I put that together within weeks. It was so quick. And then, um, obviously the breast cancer GPS, um, that's everything that I had gone through. And Mm -hmm. so I had questions already written down and things that I'd found. And I said, well, this just makes sense to put it together and give it to someone because I'm on all these Facebook groups. Right. And so I see all these women asking all the time, like, how do I explain to my kids? How, you know, what questions do I ask? And I go, Hey, I've got a book for you. <laughs> like right. I've got it, you know, it's there. Um, because we do, we have all these questions and we don't right. know where to start. I understand. So now the second one, the guidebook for mama has a boo-boo now what? So is that something that, and I hate to say it, I haven't reviewed the books indefinitely. There's, like I said, eight books out, so it's hard <laughs> to get through all of them. But with that one there, do you feel like the questions, the forms, the fill out that's in there will also help benefit both parents and child so that the parents can see what the kids are feeling or their concerns are? I think so, because some parents, and, and I've had some feedback where um, you know, some parents didn't know how to discuss it with their kids or, you know, how to even bring it up. And so you don't have to finish it overnight. You can do one page at a time Mm -hmm. and it just at least gets that conversation going and to not really get them scared, but say, Hey, you know, mommy's going to fight. She's going to fight as hard as she can and, and try to beat this thing. And, you know, unfortunately there are some women that, that don't beat it. Um, right. or become, you know, stage four and they, they live with it for a long time. Um, but 
you just got to prepare your children for, for anything because you don't want to not tell them either um, because they know you're going through something. They're going to see you getting sick. They're going to see you lose your hair and you don't want them to not know what's going on. Right. Which makes perfect sense. I mean, it is a hard topic to bring up to children. So how did you decide to, because you didn't have any of these books written when you had to bring it up to your kids, obviously. Right. So did you use the process that you used to write the book to actually bring it up to discuss with your kids? Or did you kind of, I'm trying to see if there's a correlation of how you yeah, process well, <laughs> yes and no. um, this to help you. Yeah. So when I found out, I was actually at my daughter's um, swimming lesson. She was about to go in for her swimming lesson. And I've been waiting around all day for that call. And so I actually took the initiative and I made the phone call and the Mm -hmm. nurse gets on the line with me and she goes, I'm so sorry you have cancer. And so my initial, I was shocked Mm -hmm. and I literally grabbed my daughter. I was like, we're leaving. I grabbed the baby. She was in her car seat and we got in the car and I just started crying hysterically. And my daughter goes, mommy, what's wrong? What's wrong? Because she's never seen me cry like that before. Right. I said, and I kept reassuring her. I said, everything's going to be okay. Mommy's going to fix it. We're going to fix it. And I was obviously, I was saying it to myself right. <laughs> and, and to my, my kids. Um, but you know, I mean, I, from there, like, I don't even remember driving home. Um, I don't really remember exactly the next steps. I remember calling people, but I can't really remember how I told my daughter. Okay. Um, but I just know, like, I knew something was going to happen. I was going to get rid of my breasts. And mm-hmm. so I was going to look different. And I think that's how it came about. Like, hey, I because originally my book was going to be called Mommy Has No Boobies. Okay. So we kind of, you know, we kind of worked on that. Um, my late uncle helped me with the remake of the title. And uh, call me so funny, but I think that. your your current title is a better choice to go with. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, but as, as you know, you're an yeah. author, Eric. I mean, we start from somewhere. And this oh, is, yeah. You know, and we see the process of how it of how it gets to be where it is today. And so it's definitely interesting of the time frame. Right. And I don't know too many authors that have their first title as the name of their book when it comes out. So it's very unusual from what I've heard other people discuss with me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it sounds like you've built that support from the very beginning in your own mind when you developed it. You, I would say what I call white knuckle down to just grab the reins and say, we're going to make it through this one way or another, no matter what, which is a very powerful thing. Like I said, I know that it's a tough thing to go through. So just taking that step is a big step. So how did your kids address it as well at that stage? Cause kids, like you said, they're sponges mm-hmm. and your daughter, your older daughter in swim class, I imagine had to deal with it a whole lot differently, obviously than the baby because oh, the baby's going to just goo God and, Okay, right. you're going to give her a bottle and change her diapers on time. Right, right. Yeah, my my little one, like I said, she was one. The difficult part with her was once I had my surgery, I wasn't able to lift um, for a while. Okay. And so I couldn't lift her. My parents, um, they're snowbirds here in Arizona. And so we were lucky enough that they were here for pretty much the entire year of my, okay. of my journey. So they took my girls on the weekends, especially when I had chemo, because I didn't want them to see me getting sick if I did get sick. Um, and, and realistically I got sick just the first weekend. Okay. And then basically I was just tired or, I mean, like my oldest couldn't really hug me because I had drains in me, um, from the surgery and 
uh, you know, it was just very sensitive. Mm -hmm. So she noticed it definitely more. Um, but I tried to engage with her. And when I knew I was going to lose my hair, cause I didn't know I was going to have chemo until after my surgery. A lot right. of women sometimes will have chemotherapy first. And in my case, it was after my surgery is when I found out. And so I knew I was going to lose my hair. And so I ended up getting her and I matching rainbow wigs. All right. And, and I wanted you have to a picture of fun. yourself with that wig on yeah, your website. Yeah. So I wanted it to be positive. Um, and when I started losing my hair on the second round of my chemo, um, we started shaving it off that morning and I actually did a mohawk. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, I made it fun. Like I colored my hair pink as right. I, kept, and I kept cutting my hair shorter before I initially shaved it. And so then I had the mohawk for half a day and it was still coming out. And I said, when we get home, we're going to have my daughter finish cutting it and help shave it off. Okay. So I wanted her to be involved in that process. All right. Um, so she, I mean, overall, I mean, she was definitely sad. She didn't like me being bald, but I, um, I embraced it. A lot of the times I went around being bald. I even went to her school. I remember her friends and they were in kindergarten and her friends would go, why'd you, what happened to your hair? And, you know, I've just explained, you know, I, I got sick and I'm losing my hair. And I remember next, the next year when they were in first grade, the same little boy comes up to me and he goes, your hair's growing back. <laughs> and, you know, it was just so neat to see. I mean, that, you know, obviously these kids are following they're they're seeing everything. Right. And they remember over they remember, time. Yeah. So, yeah, and kids definitely do pay attention. Like I said, I have a four-year-old myself right now and a younger one. So it definitely is obvious that they pay attention even when you don't think they are. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's beautiful. And then, I believe I saw where you're very active in the breast com breast cancer community as well. So how is there any bit of that you would like to discuss or how do you feel your books are helping with that community or the feedback you're getting from that community? Sure, absolutely. So I'm very involved with a um, local organization out here called My Hope Bag. Mm -hmm. And we it's a nonprofit organization that gives a little bit of hope back to the women. Um, I'm actually known as a hope sister. And, um, what that means is I will physically go to that woman's house, sit with her, let her tell her story. And, and then I'll share a little bit of mine because I get it. I understand what she's going through. And then we give her a hope bag and it's a bag filled with uh, like a blanket. Cause at chemo, it can be chilly. Um, we have a resource guide. So local organizations that can help with, um, medical bills or utility bills, because a lot of the times we have to stop working. Right. Because we, we just, you know, we can't continue. I was very fortunate. I was able to still work um, and still do my real estate. And, you know, I, I joke with people too that, you know, I was wearing before COVID, I was wearing the mask way before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so right. you know, I was out and about. Um, but yeah, so my hope bag. And then we also help with free mammograms and, uh, and things like that. And just, you know, we want to give a little bit hope, hope back to these women to say, hey, we're there. And we don't just stop at that we still follow up with them and see how they're doing after the fact. Well, so while they're good. going through the whole journey. Um, and as I mentioned, I'm on a lot of Facebook sites. I'm an admin of one of the Phoenix sites here on Facebook. And I'm under the site breast cancer under 40. And there's another um, woman that I had met here in Phoenix that her and I admin together. And she has bought a lot of my books and actually has mailed them, these women for free. Okay. And these women are so... Um, so excited to get these books because they just 
they, again, they don't know how to explain it to their kids. And so by offering that book for them, um, it has helped them and it's helped their kids. And I've gotten feedback saying their kids really um, love the books and it's been very helpful to them. So, you know, it's just getting out there and I've shared it with a bunch of doctors and even my doctor loves them. Um, and so I just, I want to get it out there. I'd love to get it into the hospitals and, and things right. like that, of course. Um, and just, you know, get it out there for everyone. Oh, and that sounds like a good idea. And I mean, especially the crossword puzzle, I can see being a very big seller in the hospitals, especially in the cancer ward. So, but other than that, so right now you're very busy. It sounds like you have eight books. Do you have another book scheduled after the the crossword puzzle? Are you, what else are you planning on doing? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm actually working. I've been working on this one for a little over a year and I'm still tweaking it, but it's, um, it's another children's book based on a child finding out that they have cancer. Okay. And so I'm going to do a boy version and a girl version. Um, All right. Because kids want to see themselves in the books. So right. I'm also debating about the different ethnicities that I want to um, show in the book as well. And uh, so I want to get that out there. But on top of that, I also opened up my own publishing agency called Pad to Publishing. Okay. And so that's to help other self you know, to help others who want to become self-published authors. So right. they'll, they'll keep all the royalties. They keep everything. Um, I just help them get that initial set up and help them with the illustrations if need be and just get it out there for them. All right. Well, that sounds like a good thing. So do you have a website there? Because I don't have that information. Yep. So yep. We can certainly add it. It's pad2publishing.com. And you can also find it on my link tree. Okay, perfect. So, and again, the link tree you have is on the website, so people can easily find that. So, yeah, if you can give me that, I'll add it to the notes and also put it into the show notes. Perfect. So I want to make sure people can find everything about you that they possibly want to find out. So with that being said, I'm going to let you go through. Before we end the conversation, can you tell people where to find you? Any closing messages of what you want them to get out of your books or who you feel really, I mean, obviously it kind of seems clear to me who should get these books, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll let you go through that. And then, like I said, tell us where people can find you other than obviously authorblurb.com where you have a profile set up and the show notes are going to have your links in them as well. So please tell us. Sure. So I'm on Instagram, Marcy G Cox author. I'm on Facebook, Marcy Greenberg Cox author. And uh, in the link tree, you'll have all my sites, such as the YouTube, and I'm actually on Pinterest. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if anyone uses that much anymore, <laughs> um, but I'm on LinkedIn because um, I also have my real estate uh, linked with all that stuff as well. Right. And um, so, yeah, you can find me anywhere. Again, uh, my website is www.floorpublishing.com. So it's F-L-O-R publishing. And that's mainly my breast cancer blogs and my books and talks about um, breast cancer in general. And then the pad to publishing is the one that I can help you with um, by publishing your book and helping you and explaining to you to actually let you publish it yourself, but just getting you through the steps of how to do it. I understand. And I know self-publishing is a chore in itself. Mm -hmm. Trust me, I know all too well. I'm getting ready to put my book out. And like we discussed before the show, you're dealing with Amazon on getting some stuff and I'm dealing with stuff. So yeah, it's always interestingly fun. So with that being said, 
I'm going to have you hold on just for a moment for me before we end the conversation. This is going to be the end of the conversation for everybody else. So thank you for being here. I do appreciate you being on the show. And people should definitely be going to your websites, to any of the places to find you. And if they need to or want to ask you questions, can they reach out to you at any of these locations? Yep, absolutely. I'm I'm easy to get a hold of, no problem. And my books are also, besides Amazon, um, I have some books in hand and I'm happy to sign them as well. And then also Barnes and Noble, and I know some are on Walmart. So I'm I'm out there for sure. <laughs> Sounds good. And I know that on your website you also tell people where they can try to buy locally too. Correct. So I do appreciate it again. And just hold on for one second. With that being said, everybody else, thank you for joining us. So that was our show. That was the conversation that Marcy and I had where we discussed her breast cancer and her breast cancer survival and how that got her to write the books that focuses on being able to talk to children, being able to guide them with the journals and even the crossword puzzle so you have something to have fun and make jokes about while you're sitting there dealing with the breast cancer and dealing with any cancer so i enjoyed the conversation i'm looking forward to the next book she has out and hope that i get to talk to her again at that point marcy was a good person and i encourage you to look at her profile so with authorblurb.com this is all done by me so any help you can provide, you can go to authorblurb.com and click on show support. You can buy me a cup of coffee. You can donate in crypto and you can also sign up for the newsletter. So when I do have other programs available to show support, I can offer it to you. I'm working on things that I think a lot of people will enjoy. Thank you for your time. If you have any questions, contact me at authorblurb.com. Come to the next show, see the shows prior. And I look forward to talking with you again. Thank you.